The global economy is on course to record its worst half-year decade of growth in 30 years. This is according to the World Bank. From over 1,200 cities and 130 countries, we bring you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. More follow us on Twitter at the K Financial News, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. The global economy is on course to record its worst half decade of growth in 30 years. This is according to the World Bank. Global growth is forecast to slow for a third year in a row in 2024, dipping to 2.4% from 2.6% in 2023, the organization said in its latest Global Economic Prospects report released last week. Growth is then expected to rise marginally to 2.7% in 2025, though acceleration over the five-year period will remain almost three-quarters of a percentage point below the average rate of the 2010s. Ian Course is the Deputy Chief Economist of the World Bank Group and Director of the Prospects Group. So there are some good news and not so good news. Let me make three points very quickly. The first one is that the good news, the global economy has been remarkably resilient. Growth last year surprised on the upside thanks to the U.S. economy, the strength of the U.S. economy. But uh, some large emerging markets like India, Indonesia, Brazil, Mexico delivered robust growth rates. Inflation has been coming down without a major slowdown. Interest rates went up significantly, but we did not see a major financial crisis in a large economy. So all in all, there is resilience and we should be happy about it. Having said that, you know, there are not so good news as well. The second important point, the slowdown you mentioned will continue. The third year in a row, we will see weaker growth in the global economy. Growth this year will be around 2.4%. It was 2.6% last year. For emerging market developing economies, growth is going to be a tad below around 3.9%. And the third point is that external conditions are remaining very difficult for developing economies. Geopolitical tensions are on the rise. Financial stress is a possibility because very high real interest rates. Yes, inflation is going to continue coming down, but not to the levels central banks are comfortable with, at least in this year. That means real rates will remain high. Trade is very weak. Last year, there was almost no growth in terms of uh, global trade. So the, the situation remains fragile. Indeed, uh, this decade uh, was supposed to be a transformative one. Uh, by the end of 2030, global community wanted to reach the sustainable development goals, eliminating extreme poverty, reducing greenhouse uh, emissions by a half. Now, um, 2024 is the halfway mark when we think about this decade. And when you look at the growth uh, for the half decade, we have been going through, this is going to be the weakest half-decade growth since the early 1990s. When you look at how much growth we are expecting in emerging developing economies, it's going to be a percentage point lower than what they delivered in the previous decade. In the context of low-income countries, fragile conflict states, uh, a majority of them still having problems in terms of making progress in reducing poverty. In fact, um, 40% of them will see even lower per capita income by the end of this year than what they had prior to the pandemic. 
This is coming on top of very significant risks they have to deal with. I mentioned geopolitical tensions. We had Russian invasion of Ukraine. That's still there. But now we have a conflict in the Middle East. Escalation of these conflicts could increase energy prices with serious implications for inflation and economic growth. Financial stress is a serious threat. In an environment, you have record high real interest rates. Inflation could be persistent. And, of course, we have weaker than expected growth in China is a real possibility against the background of more frequent and more costly climate-related disasters. So, all in all, it is a very difficult picture for development. So, uh, things uh, could be worse, but they can be better. And the critical ingredient there is investment growth. There are very large investment gaps when we think about meeting sustainable development goals, delivering the type of necessary infrastructure investment in the context of climate. So countries need to increase investment growth. What we have done in this latest report, we looked at sustained rapid increase in investment in more than 100 countries over the past 70 years. So when countries increase investment to 4% per year, on average, over a six-year period, they end up seeing significant dividends. Output growth goes up from 4% to 6%. Productivity growth quadruples. Poverty at the national level comes down. And all of these things happen with an increase in exports with a larger uh, amount of foreign direct investment coming to these countries. Of course, the big issue is that there is no causation here, but the regular occurrence of these sustained investment booms and transformative changes in terms of macroeconomic outcomes and development outcomes is telling us that the type of message we are giving to developing economies in terms of pushing investment is critical for them to make progress. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Gold rose above the 2000 US dollar mark on Monday, climbing for a third straight session as escalating tensions in the Middle East drove safe haven demand for metals, while a surprise decline in US producer inflation data bolstered bets for an early interest rate cut from the Federal Reserve. Late last week, US and British forces carried out strikes on Houthi targets in Yemen to stop them from attacking ships in the Red Sea, while the Houthi militia threatened a strong and effective response against the US on Sunday. In the US, producer prices unexpectedly declined 0.1% month-on-month in December, defying market forecasts of a 0.1% rise. The data contradicted the previous strong CPI results and sparked hopes for the gradual convergence of inflation towards the Fed's target. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange Share Index was slightly down around 74,000 on Monday, mainly pressured by financials. Traders anticipated significant economic releases from major economies and awaited additional corporate results throughout the week domestically. Retail sales data and mining figures will be closely watched for a more complete picture of South Africa's performance in quarter four. Meanwhile, global attention will be directed to its speeches from various entities at the annual World Economic Forum, which kicks off in Davos. And a quick trip around Africa. The International Monetary Fund predicts a soft landing scenario in 2024 for the global economy. The fund spokesperson, however, warned that leaders should prepare 
for future shocks and challenges. Africa is projected to be the second fastest growing economic region in the world. The fund's executives met with representatives of Egypt to discuss reforms as war rages in Gaza on Egypt's eastern border. The fund will update its global growth forecast and unveil the World Economic Outlook Report in Johannesburg on January 30th. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit the website. That's thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at Withadome.